10 seconds to fire it. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Picking favorites! Here we go. Another episode of Picking Favorites. Thanks for uh, downloading this again, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Number two. You wow. stayed with a us. Whole, a whole week later. <laughs> you stayed with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you guys in so long. It's good to see you, Tyler. You look better than you did last week. Aged? Oh, you know what? Do I, I look aged? No, I was going to say much better. We need to oh, uh, thank you. We need to get some voiceover guy to, to, from, uh, at the start before the, the credits... T- Previously on Picking Favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we, if we recapped these, it would take still half yeah. of the episode would be the half recap the of the, what we talked about before. <laughs> the recaps. Uh, this is uh, I'm, th- I'm, this is an exciting. I'm excited it, to do this right this now. This is a super exciting uh, day. Uh, episode two, yeah. our first guest of the podcast series. Yeah. Please put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for Adam Baldwin. Woo! Adam Baldwin. Hi, hey, everybody. What a hey. He is. hey, come on. Ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for having me aboard, guys. I really appreciate you inviting me to this hole in the wall. What the hell is this place? <laughs> no, it's, it's very called nice. where all podcasts yeah. happen. <laughs> Closets. <laughs> It's I a like very it. spacious like and uh, luxurious room that we're in. I love it. I love at least two of you here yeah. so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for yeah. those not the two that you think that it is. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> Hold on. Let me let me turn the bidet off so it doesn't make any noise. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening who don't know the connection, uh, Adam uh, Adam and I uh, spent uh, well Adam Adam myself and uh, David Coleman, who we like to call Kentucky. In fact, I think we should bring that back because. Only very few people know you as Kentucky, David Coleman, and I think that the world should call you Kentucky because it's a good nickname, it's a solid nickname, and it's what I'd like to call you for the rest of my life. So from now, from henceforth, henceforth we shall call David Coleman Kentucky. Is that agreed? I'll tell you what, man. I think that is a great idea. Um, (laughs) I'm going to hazard a guess (laughs) that they call you Kentucky because that's where you're from. No. No, I'm from Canada like Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) I just sound I'm from southern Canada. And the reason we call the reason we call reason we, we call you like that. Kentucky uh, is because there's always so many Davids on this. That's right. Side. I was it's on a show. Uh, I was on a show with like eight Davids and they started calling me Kentucky. It was just easier. And then I would say most people what's funny is most people in our like our regular life, like you know, our friend group yeah. call me Dave Coleman or Coleman. Everybody on television shows calls me Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. I would say fifty percent of people on that show, Chuck, didn't know my real name. Well, in Canada right. they call it Kentucky. 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 And by the way, everyone is from Southern Canada. Kentucky. So. They, call, they call it Kentucky. 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 Where, but where does it come from? I mean, what are they, what's Take the origin of Kentucky? Is he is from no, Kentucky am, bourbon? Is it? No, uh, I'm from Kentucky, and it was just, oh. there's so many of us that, that and I, you know, it's kind of, you know. Please, so, please, please explain really. why there's so much good bourbon from Kentucky. Because it's oh. the only place bourbon comes it's from. It's also. Uh, That's not true. It's kind no, of funny that. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. Kentucky. Sour Technically, where no, the good water is. No, it's not only that limestone water, yes, but it's not only that. True Kentucky, like if you're a bourbon not from Kentucky, people go, eh. Right. You're not really a bourbon. <laughs> He's that's, also, that's actually true. The, it's like the, pizza that's not from New York is like, uh, I would agree. I'll give you that. Sure, yeah, except sure. the people from Chicago would say, what are you talking about? I, I, I reject that. And the guy, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> see? Yeah, yeah, from Chicago. Okay. Yeah, because you like that deep dish. I should have said people from New York and can't get good deep dish here in LA, though. I haven't found a place that does good deep dish. Have you been to Ray Montana? Ray Montana. Joe Montana. Joe Montana's. Joe Montana's restaurant called Chicago Deep Dish in the Valley. It's called a taste of Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. Yeah. It Wait, is it's really actually good. Owned, it's owned by Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> I thought it's, it was. I'm totally just kidding. It's on the corner of uh, like Riverside and no, like uh, like Moore Park. If you guys meet me there, I'll I'll join you. It's really yeah, good. no, it's yeah. really but good. But then you go, go frame of reference. I'll Sorry. buy the pizza, you buy the beer. Okay, so bringing it back then, really yeah. quick. So, so Dave <laughs> Coleman slash Kentucky and I yeah. worked with Adam on Chuck for many years, which was glorious, and, and which fun. was glorious time. Also, side note, real quick, uh, Dave uh, from Kentucky <clears throat> is the only one wearing camouflage headphones. So. <laughs> They are camouflage. Just in case Kentucky. he needs to use those so in a deer blind. Don't shoot him by accident. I didn't think you, I didn't think you could see them. <laughs> you can't. So. I just wanted to point out to the listeners. Yeah. It runs deep. 
I hate, the, sure. the South runs deep. Hey, I, since you are officially <laughs> our our first guest, we have not done this yet. Do we want to talk? Do we? Do you want to talk? What do you, what do we want to talk about? What you're doing right now? Yes. We want to do this. We want to front load or a yeah. back load. This I think we should about both. front load it. Let's front, front load it. Front load. Front load? Yes. I've been doing this for about 35 years now, and the last uh, project that I worked on before my current project was Chuck. That we did that for five years on NBC with uh, Zach and uh, Yvonne Strahovski and a cast of beautiful young funny people. Kentucky Coleman was there giving us uh, props to handhold and uh, and a lot of handholding and, and hide. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm working on a show for TNT called The Last Ship. Last yeah. Ship. Oh, yeah. It's dun, a great dun, show. Dun, it really dun, is a great. I it's love an it. apocalyptic action adventure starring Eric Dane and Rona Mitra and, and very uh, timely actually with yeah. what's going on in the world yeah. right now because the whole thing's about a killer Ebola? virus destroying yeah. the whole world. There's a virus that's infected 80 percent of humanity, and um, we're, we're basically our mission is to stay alive, find the cure, save the world. Just I like it. That's all. On the no ship. Yeah. With, the, with the ship, with, with uh, the platform of a United States guided missile destroyer and, and the, uh, the esprit de corps and the honor, courage, and commitment that we have in the, in the U.S. Navy. That's awesome. Sells it so good. Dude. I like I'm it. tuning in now for sure. It's a, it's good, there's good guy. You know what's great about it? There's good guys. There's bad guys. There's explosions and yeah. like such good, is life, Dave. Such is. is life. It's not, but it, you know, some things get blurry. You know, there's yeah. so many like these anti-hero shows. But like, there's a show like these are the you know, here's the guys who are trying to save the world. Here's the guys who want to try to save themselves. Here's you know, yeah. it's a, I get a lot. Of, I get a lot of shit online for oh, you're just playing yourself. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Casey, yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. and and Jane, that was me. <laughs> Completely the same guy. Yeah, you're the exact. This is an XO of a guided missile destroyer. Same guy. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm playing myself. Well, we all, I mean, to some level, we do as actors tend to play a little bit of our, our own type, our own self in a lot of the roles that we play. Unless you're Daniel Day Lewis, then, you, then you can right. do better. Yes. Then you can do I, better. I'm in the we, Daniel Day. I'm in the yeah. D Day category. Or, yeah. <laughs> Completely immersive. I do, you can't even recognize. Or Day. Unrecognizable. What is your method today? Yeah. I think I was kind of going for like, like deckhand, maybe colorful deckhand. Who's in need of a shave? You're you're pulling it off beautifully. I forgot my I forgot my deck shoes, but you can you can let it slide. We might. That's so funny. We always will. He's the he's the the yuppie Kentucky. With those, with the I have pink flamingos on my shorts. For all, all of you who can't see at home, and it takes a brave, bold man, comfortable man, to rock oh. pink flamingo shorts. Lull. Right. Hey. This, yeah, is, right. this is what we call a lull. A lull. I love it. Lull. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. We'll get way lullier, <laughs> please. Are you kidding me? This is just a tangent. <laughs> hey, so we uh, uh, on this show, we pick three topics and try to get through them. Uh, we don't always, and we did the first episode, we only got through two. Today they were outstanding. They're outstanding. If really, uh, how long is this freaking thing? It's only about, about three hours, three and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Cool. We have plenty of time. Oh, okay. Um, but today, one of our topics, our our first topic is what is your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Yes. Ooh. Oh, I think. Do we give the honors to our guests? I think we yeah, do. I think, I think we, we should. Add yeah, them yeah, on with first. We should. Oh, yeah. sure. So Sacrificial lamb. Absolutely. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw you a curveball. My favorite Mel Brooks movie is High Anxiety. Oh, wow. Uh, 1977, uh, kind of a quirky thriller comedy where uh, Mel plays a psychiatrist and he goes through all sorts of quirky hijinks. It's a spoof of Vertigo, which was the famous Hitchcock movie. Mm -hmm. But the reason it's my favorite movie is not so much because of the movie itself, but it holds a special place in my heart because it was screening at the old Wilmette Theater in uh, the northern suburbs of Chicago, and I was working as an usher that summer. Oh, wow. In, oh, a, wow. in a red tuxedo. <clears throat> nice. With a big black bow tie, and I, would, and I learned how to make popcorn. And uh, <laughs> that was playing on a double bill with uh, Vertigo. Oh, and wow. Good. So that's it's, ballsy. Wow. That's, that's really bold, yeah. yeah. So I, I, got to, I got to learn the inner workings of movie uh, presentation and popcorn slinging and taking tickets before I even got into the sweating, movie. Sweating, too? Was there and, a lot of sweating in that red tuxedo? Uh, oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's got, a fine art, yeah. Yeah, it, because strictly polyester. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, great cast. Uh, there's uh, Madeline Kahn, uh, uh, Harvey Korman, Cloris Leachman, your typical stable of Mel Brooks. Uh, cast members. Dick Van Patten. Yep, yep. Uh, it was 
Every time I hear Dick Van Patten, all I can think of is Wayne's World when he's speaking Chinese <laughs> to Cassandra, and he goes, "Send on not Dick Van Patten." That's, that's, you know what I'm talking about? All I think I mean, about I is do. poker. I, now. I, I, I just think about yeah. poker player. All with I Dick can Van, think of is eight is enough. So. All I can think of is Madeline Kahn now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, Madeline so Kahn and Bernadette Peters. Oh my They God. do not make women like that anymore. Th- those are some of the, the biggest draws for me for Mel Brooks yeah. movies. Man, they're so yeah, absolutely so funny and. You know, it's funny, Barry Levinson's in that movie. Yes, Barry Levinson's in that movie. And there's a song, if I can just pull it up here. This is amazing. You're not allowed Uh, to play that. You're not allowed to play that. I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to read the lyrics. Sure. I'll do do my little. I think we can do that. I'll I'll do my little. I can do that? Yeah. Uh, But you must act them out also. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mel singing, high anxiety, whenever you're near, high anxiety, it's you that I fear. My heart's afraid to fly. I don't know the rest of the thing, but uh, it's always the same. It's It's you that I blame. And it's very clear to me, I've got to give in. High anxiety, you win. So Mel's a better, you're a a way better crooner than I. You should probably sing this too. Never. At some point, no. Never. Um, The soundtrack to that movie is is very good too. I have the album hanging up in my living room is it a musical a bunch of other uh no but i mean you, you can get the soundtracks to all of those sure, sure. and uh it's one of the many comedy albums i have hanging up in my living room it's a great album great, i'm gonna say great that one's too. probably one of the most least known like lesser well-known mm-hmm. mel brooks movies mm-hmm. for sure like yeah. if I, you probably know i mean i maybe could have named if i had to name five mel brooks movies but, but maybe not you think is that i got a question for you since you seem to be fairly I think bordello of blood would be the least you know, was the silent movie before or after high anxiety because that's uh, one of my favorite Mel Brooks. Silent Movie came before, right before. Before, yeah. right. Silent Movie was 76. 77. High Anxiety was th- next year, 77. All right. So that's wow. mine. What's yours, guys? Yeah, Dave. Well, uh, Kentucky. Uh, I, think, I think mine is one of the greatest comedies ever made, not just by Mel Brooks, but Young Frankenstein, which I think. Dang so it. I know Gene Wilder is. I mean, he's only got twelve that he directed, so or like thirteen. But so. there isn't a ton to choose from. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But I think that the just the comedy and the timing and the. The relationship between the monster and the doctor is so great, and oh. Cloris Leachin and Madeline Kahn and Martin Martin Peter Marty Boyle. Feldman. Peter Marty Boyle, Feldman man. is the greatest. Like he looks a lot like Razzle, actually. If you look at him, <laughs> damn your eyes! <laughs> Too late. <laughs> but Peter Boyle too. Me as, Peter as Boyle, yeah. I mean, as Fro-Rick. the monster. Yeah. Super duper! Like the, one of the funniest bits ever, man. That whole the musical number with Put on the <laughs> it's great. It's, it's a great movie. It is great, and I and everybody in it, like the Cloris Leachman's just like Frau Blucher character, like you know. <laughs> but she's in like five scenes of the whole movie, and oh, and let, let us let us not forget about Terry Gar in her oh, most man. sexy oh. heyday, I and would the, say, and the dart scene. Oh yeah, the dart scene. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice grouping. Wuchtups, wuchtups, wuchtups. Yeah. Oh, I feel man. like I feel like young Frankenstein. I I would imagine Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Frankenstein. Uh, I feel like in the conversations I've had, uh, and I often talk about Mel Brooks movies and who's favorite. Uh, but I feel like young Frankenstein is tends to be the favorite it, from what I hear from from a lot of people. But I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like it's it's so strong. I mean, it's just incredible. Well, most strong. most people have seen. That as opposed to a lot of his other films, right? yeah, I think. But I, I think if you were talking to Mel Brooks fans, like people who have seen a lot of movies, like I you, Tyler, I yeah, maybe. What's your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Mine is Blazing Saddles. Boom! It it's just it was one of those movies. That I was like, wow, that's like everything about it is funny. I mean, when you're eight, too, a fart scene around a campfire is like, you know, that's that's a wonderful thing to, to behold. Mongo. Well, even as a 36 year old man, I love a fart scene around a campfire. But yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, it's such. That's my favorite Mel Brooks movie. That's for another sure. funny movie, which I think may be the favorite among Mel Brooks fans. Not. Young Frankenstein. Just, <laughs> probably right. I love that Maybe. whole bit where Harvey Corman say, "Can you fit another one in for the the hangman?" <laughs> oh, I'm booked up today. Sir. I'll see if I can squeeze him in later. <laughs> at least, at least once a week, I will say somehow I will figure out how to incorporate the phrase "You who boys" <laughs> into anything. Raz. Oh, my favorite. See, it's. This is this is one of those categories because there's I mean there are so few and they are so funny. Um, Blazing Saddles, I love Blazing Saddles. Young Frankenstein is so funny. I, I quote that often. Like baseballs, but yeah. I mean, it's, come on, I, I, someone's got to do it. Don't, don't. I, I, I did mask you it's, it's, last week. Pen, I, I masked you last it's, week. It's definitely between this one. Like I'm gonna have to pull the 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 card of. 
I can't choose between Young Frankenstein or Spaceballs. Both of those were, I was so young when I've seen those for the first time, and they were so absurd and just so funny and out there. Every time I watch it, I grasp something new, and I notice something even more peculiar, be it just like the way the actors are moving, you know, their eyes or whatever, or an actual joke that got glossed over before. Um, so I'm going to have to say it's, it's a cross between, uh, I, I can't pick my favorite uh, between Young Frankenstein or Spaceballs. Just, I mean, Spaceballs, so... Of all the time, of all the things, yes, and that's the, the most design. generationally prevalent one yeah. for me. Right? Space was this comb the desert, you find anything, yeah. yet? man, we we find find shit. Shit. <laughs> and also young Daphne Zuniga. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. One. Well, let's give Mel Brooks credit for one thing. Yeah. He has always had a real talent for finding the youngest, four. funniest, most attractive uh, one, two, three, uh, four. Such comedians such out crush. there. Such one, two, three, four, five. It's amazing. I got the same combination on my luggage. And, the, uh, and the also great thing about Shadow that was Stevens the, in there with his the, uh, the amazing uh, uh, who is now sadly past Joan Rivers in that movie. Ah, yeah. Dot, she was Dot Matrix. Dot Matrix. Yes. Such I'll a be great. honest. I'll be honest. As much as I love that movie, <clears throat> I did not realize that it was her until she died, and people were talking about it. And it what? finally blew my mind. I'm like, what the fuck? I, de- Razzle, I never. You're fired. Yeah, yeah. They it's... literally shoved Joan Rivers inside of a tin box. Yeah. <laughs> and made... that's, not, that's not her. It's just one of those things that I never, you know, I was so focused on. All, everybody else just shining and being so hilarious. I never really put a thought that that was her. Wait, Joan to. Rivers was the girl in the box trope. She uh, she was the she was the three PO. Oh, that Matrix. She's the robot, the girl, the droid, the golden droid. Great, great John oh, Candy great. too, playing Barf, uh, one of the one of the best, yeah. most relatable yeah. slovenly aliens. Barf. Uh, then uh, Billy Barf, President of the United States and Independence Day, Lone Star. Yeah, Lone Star. Yeah, That's a really I good, see uh, your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> what the hell are we looking at? We're looking at the movie, sir. <laughs> when? Is that right now? Now? Right now. Right now. Right now. Just now. How do we get to that? <laughs> you just missed it. Um, Zach, what's your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Yeah, well, I uh, I was hoping that I could uncork the space balls of it all, but... Uh, as I last week, uh, <laughs> you un- you, yeah. I, I unmasked your mask. You uncorked right before yeah, me. Yeah, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, it was messy. Sorry. <laughs> it was super messy. <laughs> and then I uncorked and it was just yeah, everywhere. Just everywhere, yeah. just all over. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I think that, um, you know, it's difficult. It's it, What's tough t- for me to delineate sometimes is, <laughs> get out of here. Um, <laughs> Stall, stall, he's, stall. He's, Adam is like shifting his iPad over to me like, here's a list of Mel Brooks movies in case you need to look at them, jackass. Um, so so for me, though, the, the difficult thing is like I have such an affinity for um, films that I attach myself to. Yeah, Razzle's doing the same thing. Get the As an actor? I'm not stretching. I'm not stretching. I'm explaining yes. that when you're a kid, the first encounter that you have. So yes. To me, Spaceballs is the most quotable Mel Brooks movie that I know. I know more quotes from that movie. I know more moments from that movie than I know from Young Frankenstein, than I know from yeah, Blazing it's our, Saddles. It's our generation's, it's our generation's Mel Brooks, Mel, Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. movie. And you could go to like Men in Tights, but that was even mm-hmm. like... That was farther down the line. Oh, yeah. And Spaceballs, especially because you connected so much to Star Wars, and there was... There's just a lot... you know, And there's also a lot of actors. Like I didn't really know... Madeline Kahn as well as I knew like Martin Short you know like yeah. uh, so watching that movie is like oh I know I know these guys better and um, and the whole sci-fi aspect and everything and you know so to me there's there is uh, I guess kind of a stronger affinity for Spaceballs than any other Mel Brooks movie so I don't know that that makes it my favorite necessarily but it doesn't definitely makes it <clears throat> the strongest in my memory and quotability and then I would, so I would kind of inverse you, and I know I, then I would go to Young Frankenstein after that. I have a question for you, yes. really quickly. So, which character is Martin Short playing Spaceballs again? Uh, yes. uh, uh, <laughs> wait, I'm sorry, not Martin Short. Martin Short. He, um, Rick Moranis. I know. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. I'm just teasing you. I'm teasing. No, as you should. Um, That's what we do, right? You said no, bust as you should. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to be funny. No, bust some chops. I definitely, I, I agree with you, Zach, because it's also, I mean, <clears> as a kid, it's it's definitely more fantastical for a, a child, for someone, for a, a young person yeah. to grasp. Besides, you know, you think Young Frankenstein, you're like, oh, black and white. That's an old person's movie. But oh, that was so. When yeah. you're eight or ten years old, and there's a science fiction. You know who's an asshole here? I'm an asshole, yeah, sir. Yeah. You know, funny, top, ludicrous. You yeah, you idiot! Know, You've captured the stunt doubles. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there's just so many moments in that movie that uh, and 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 we've gone know. plaid. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza the Hut, Rocky Nine Thousand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's uh, that's so I would say that's my favorite as far as the memories that I have as a kid and all For that. Sure. But For as sure. I've grown older, I've come to appreciate so much more of Mel Brooks's work, and yeah. so you know then it is kind of like, well, is it Young Frankenstein? Is it Bla- Blazing Saddles? Is the producers? Even though, because I, I remember going back and watching the producers after then the producers, producers yeah. in the Broadway yeah, yeah, yeah. show, and it's so fascinating that whole kind of microcosm because uh-huh. the movie is not what the play was, <laughs> which is. Is not what the next movie was. Yeah. Well, I guess the play in the. I'm in the hysterics. <laughs> so that's that would be my that would be my uh, Mel Brooks favorites favorite. And transmission. I'm looking at the, the stop. Full stop. I'm looking at his list. You know of the ones he's directed. And Life Stinks. I don't even know what that movie is. I'll be honest. I yeah. Don't recall I vaguely Life remember Life Stinks. Um, let me just look on my tiny computer here for one yeah. second. No, um, what was who was in Life Stinks again? I don't remember that one. I don't, I don't know, but it was yeah. none of our favorites. So none of our favorites. Really yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. We should probably so move on. We love you, Mel. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay in the movie category now, and we're gonna go to the movie that your <laughs> we called our favorite guilty pleasure film, oh. the movie you're most embarrassed that you love. Hopefully, Martin oh. Short is in one of yeah, those. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, <laughs> even if he's not, <laughs> I won't call you on this. Yeah. I'll just leave it. I'll leave oh my it. God, you should totally call yeah, me. If you haven't, if you haven't seen Rick Moranis in Inner Space, you need to check it out. He's amazing. Because he's great. He is amazing. Is it casual sex? Too? He was <laughs> Rick Moranis was Rick Moranis. My favorite Rick Moranis movie would probably be Clifford. This could be another category. <laughs> yeah, it could be Because if it's not Honey, it's got to be Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. No, well, that was Martin Short. I'm Martin Short was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, that's true. That was Martin Everyone's yeah, that's best movie was right. Ghostbusters. Right. Should we let our esteemed guest yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, let hack at it? Or do you no, want no, to yeah. go <laughs> first? Let's give Zach some he's more shit mixing up No, let's go. one is it? Razzle, give us your favorite guilty pleasure film. Goddamn, I don't... At least My, they were both on SCTV. I will give you that. Thank Remarious you. All right. Sure, yeah. All right. They're I guess both, if we're going to small man, if we're going to yeah. go guilty Funny. pleasure, I guess when, when I think of that guilty means you're pleasure, you're kind of embarrassed to admit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But and, and and that's a tough one because I'm not really em- embarrassed to admit I like a lot of movies because I like a lot of I like kid movies. I like all sorts of movies. But if we're if I guess as far as in a group of guys, it would be one more of those. I would have to say maybe like you've got mail. Or like oh, how to lose a guy like, in ten days. About your, I like, love I, I love the shit about rom comedies. Yeah. I will watch every rom- romantic comedy that comes out. I just I I can't. They make you. Feel I can't good, get enough of them. They, they I can't get enough of them. Especially and I mean, Tom I, Hanks. I, I guess I kind of Tom Hanks is so good Come and everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of feel. I guess I I feel guilty a little bit about that. But it's you know it's a. Uh, I like those. I would. I would have to say, you know, how to lose a guy in ten days, or uh, you've got oh. mail. One of those. I, I don't feel okay. that you feel guilty at all. I yeah, don't, I, I don't. don't. I'm trying to think. The of way like, you're talking about these things, there is no guilt. There is cr- no shame. I, and and that's what this this category is so tough because you know, as a I'm a fan of all movies. I like. I just love watching and, and entertainment. So to legitimately feel, oh, you know, ashamed to like a movie. Yeah. Um, okay, if we're going to say this, I mean, fuck it. All right. Uh, Batman and Robin. It's still Batman. I'm a huge Batman fan, and that movie sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal. Holy if it's, rusted metal If Batman. it's on if TV, it's on, you're not changing if the it's channel. on TV, I can't turn it off Me because neither. Batman. Is that, what, is that the one with the nipples on the Yes, on it the is. Oh, the co- oh, yeah. Oh, that, so, that, was, that was the end, the, that was the the end, that was the end of nipple the nipple debacle. Yeah. Batman yeah. movies. It was because of that that we got Chris Nolan. Mm-hmm. Which is I'm very thankful for. Yeah, that was, that was a nice that was a nice turn of events. So that, that worked out well for if, if we're going to say that, I'll say either any romantic comedy or Batman and Robin. I guess. Sweet. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think I think I think guilty pleasure movie means <laughs> the, what what you know everybody's going to give you shit for yeah. for liking it. Yeah, right. That's even, more about even what if you it don't. It's feel the one that when you know yeah. you have the house to yourself that yeah. night, other than porno. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to put that movie on and nobody's going to judge me for it and right. I can enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I've got a few a, of those. It's a tough you're not You're not live tweeting as you're watching yeah. that movie. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my God, this movie's, uh, you know, Meg Ryan is so great when she's typing to Tom Hanks and you've got mail. But, but she though? is, though. Isn't isn't she? She? And, then he, and then he misquotes <laughs> The Godfather, take him to the mattresses. Like, yeah, yeah. That wasn't in the thing. That wasn't in the movie? No. All right, I got to get guilty if I can, if right, I can yeah, talk about it. Let's go. Um, it's guilty and it's not guilty all at the same time because the movie comes, it's helmed by one of the greatest comedy legends, I think, ever, David Zucker. Uh, but the movie is quite odd. It's uh, Basketball. Does anybody know the movie? Oh, wow, Basketball? yeah, what? the guy from South Park, yeah. Yeah, it's Trey St- uh, Stone and Matt Park. 
No, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. First yeah, we get the khakis, then we get yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, and it's a really fucking bizarre, weird, yeah. Ill, like ill-conceived odd movie. <laughs> but these guys made somewhere. Don't sugarcoat it, Tyler. How do you really feel? Oh, I love it though. That's <laughs> the thing is, like, I am so in love with this movie. It's so funny and it's so nuanced and weird, and it really gives you a good sort of insight into who these guys yeah. were before they became sort of the well-known genius South Park yeah. uh, Elmers that we know now. They kind of did these. There was a string of weird movies. There was Orgasmo. Okay, uh, which is basketball. really oh, hard to watch. Really like, bad. It's really it's bad. really bad. I'll be honest. And there was basketball, and then there was one more, and I can't remember. But I'll gonna... be honest. I I like my my friends in high school, and even now, you know, they'll they'll quote basketball, and I've never seen it up until like three years ago, and I think it's shit. I think yeah. it fucking sucks. Most people think it's a I piece can't, of shit. Baseball it hit me is at the so right fucking time. bad. Yeah, and it, it it you know what it is now? It's like it, there's glimmers of what. It was like there was this little insight into who these guys were going to become yeah. as the comedic geniuses they are yeah. now. And I think I sort of clued into it before. Yeah. It hit me right at the most perfect, yeah. like, weird, immature time in my were life. Were you sober when you saw it? No, not okay. at all. No, no, no. <laughs> that explains it. it Very does. stoned. Uh, and I actually watched it because I did a movie with David Zucker. And he was like, oh, you should check out my movie Basketball. And I was like, what the fuck is Basketball? And I watched it, and it was really... I thought it was really funny. No, plus, it's, I, plus, I had to come back to work and be like, Mr. Was Zucker, so that yeah. was brilliant. It was amazing. What's the most embarrassing moment in that movie that you're like least, the proud, of, part? least proud of to in, have enjoyed? There's some really like very immature dick jokes in that movie. Jenny McCarthy um, with her mouth covered in, in chrome. chrome. <laughs> yeah. It's also like when they're having a fight in the locker room and Trey Parker is supposed to have like a it. giant dick. And every time... They cut away to these shots where they're arguing, and you can just see his dick like obscured, sort of in frame. And then he turns to him at one point when he's really mad. He's like, "You asshole!" And you hear this as <laughs> his dick sort of flies into the bottom of frame. It's making me laugh, so maybe it's not that guilty, but it's uh, it's funny. And there's a couple, um, yeah. There's, there's mostly dick jokes, dick and fart jokes, really. Yeah. Dave, Which, what's your what's your favorite guilty pleasure? Uh, my favorite guilty pleasure is a Michael Bay film. Um, oh boy, that has a lot of great people in it. Oh my god, but it was a good guilty pleasure. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. It's got to no, be Pearl Harbor. It's not. It's okay. Armageddon. It's Armageddon. Oh, so good. all the yeah. next guests. Yeah. Armageddon is good. I don't give a fuck what you say. You don't like basketball, but Arma- you like, like Armageddon. Armageddon. Dude, yeah. Bruce Willis. Two you words. Excuse me, Razzle. Why? Why is that a guilty pleasure for? I you? think well, one because everybody hate one. Everybody says they hate Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they hate, they're like, oh, I hate all those. I hate like. I love no Michael story. Bay. He's I, my boss. Yeah, he's your boss. Yeah, I, I love him. him. Yeah, he's great. Um, People do bag on him though. It's they uh, do. They bag on his yeah. movies because they don't yeah. think it's like he also they're just he jealous. Made, he made he made Bad Boys too. I mean, he made mm-hmm. so, he's made some like big, really fun he movies. He just turned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into a massive global hit. Yeah, I mean, I mean the island was a good movie. I mean, there's some really good movies, but I think I know that everybody's like, oh, you like Armageddon? I, I gotta be honest. If it's on. And I catch it; it stays on. I have one. Oh, I have a big Every problem time. with that movie. Yeah. Why? I have a big technical. Look, I'm a big technical problem. There's a lot of technical. Are you going to get all hard sci-fi on this right now? No, just Adam. the shuttle itself doesn't have. It, once once that external tank gets jettisoned, those main engines don't have fuel. Right. So they can't, that, they not, can't fire. They There's no fuel yeah. for Number one, that's not even my biggest problem. They're like, this titanium-coated shuttle can't be, and it's literally just get ripped to shreds. Like, <laughs> like I don't care what your thing's made out of. If there's a giant asteroid hurling at you at like 8,000 miles an hour, it doesn't matter what your thing's made out of. God. You can be made out of another asteroid. You're dead. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Didn't a movie called The Core come out at the exact same time? No, Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Oh, Deep, Deep Impact. Impact. Yeah. That's, right. that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Deep Impact, which is worse. Than the core? Then, then, no, which is worse than Armageddon. Nothing's worse than Here's the core. why. We're splitting hairs here. We're are not. We not. Here's why. The best scene in Armageddon, and I and this is embarrass- this is why I'm embarrassed by it. Michael Clark Duncan up on top of the table. No, that's shirtless. <laughs> I love that scene though. <laughs> that's a great scene. Yeah. Because he looks good. I He's gotta be honest. <laughs> God rest his soul. He looked good. He, he yeah. did. Um the, he, the, he worked with us on Chuck. He did. Yeah. Yeah, Yvonne, yeah, really nice guy. Sarah's guy. character beat guy. him up on top of a roof, and we're like, nice. he weighs like three bills, and she's a buck. <laughs> I don't know. This is really going to work Just out. Just long everything. legs, a lot of centrifugal lot of force yeah, behind those kicking. legs. It's leverage. Whap! It's all about leverage. Sharp yeah. heels. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <clears throat> no, there's a scene near the end of the movie when you know Bruce Willis, they all draw straws. Ben Affleck loses. Yes. Bruce Willis is like, I'll take him down. You know, he gets him down there. 
It's like tell Grace I love her. He pulls her pulls his air hose out, slips him back into the uh, elevator. elevator. That's right. And there's that scene where he's going away. He's like, I you know I always thought of you as a son, AJ. And then Ben Affleck starts crying, and then you're watching that, the movie that's going. True. That's that scene where you're like, could you just see that like the, oh, yeah. that love of? Oh yeah. You and maybe too. and it even it's funny because after I had a daughter. I even get it more like oh, that man. relationship. You go, yeah, and I totally <clears throat> you get it, and I do. I tear up every time I see it because I think because he's like, I love you, I you know, and he's like just and Bruce Willis who's got you know some of the best just like no dialogue scenes where you just look you can look at him and you're like that dude's a badass. Yeah, yeah he's a slug. I just love expert, that dude. Man. Yeah, but I, Adam, and, do you have children? Girls, boys. Two girls and a boy. Two girls, and two girls and a boy, yeah. Okay. I have a girl and a boy. Actually, one of my daughters shares a birthday with Zachy. She does. Oh. September 29th. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That birthday, that's, that is a snappy-sounding birthday, by the way. September 29th. So every, every year I have, to, I have to... <laughs> I, I joint text message them both to remind, <laughs> to remind, to remind <laughs> Zach to wish her a happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very yeah. subtle. It's very subtle, Adam. She's like, thanks, Dad, for That's your smart. obligatory. That goes deep. You know, that goes you know, deep. And, and by the way, the, Zoe is the third other person that I've met now in my life that shares my birthday. And I don't know that that's a very – do you guys know a lot of people that share your birthdays? Elizabeth no. Taylor? Huh? No, no, like – mine. No, no, but like you oh, know them like you personally. Know them. They are friends of yours. No, no I don't know a single person. I don't either. I have a lot of the same month friends yeah. who, with birthdays. Sex. Well, the reason I asked was because Dave brought up a really interesting... Oh, wait. No, I do. John Piper Ferguson. He's a co-star on uh, uh, the current Last Ship. Same yeah. birthday He, he plays Tex. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Oh, I he's love a that new guy. friend, but I just... I love that, that guy. Yeah. He's so great oh, on the show. Great. So great on the show. Yeah. Zach, well, tell us yours. What's your guilty pleasure your movie, guilty pleasure, Zach? Zach. Uh, I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm going to read you... Uh, I'm going to get deep here. <clears throat> In the far future, water is the most valuable substance... Two space pirates are captured, sold to a princess, and recruited to help her find her father, who disappeared when he found information dangerous to the rulers. Oh, a real space opera with sword fights, explosions, fighting robots, monsters, bar fights, and time wars. It's, it's, uh, it's Devil's Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, no, good, damn it, you got it. Goodfellas. Uh, goodfellas. goodfellas. Yeah. The Ice Pirates. Irish Pirates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ice that is a good movie. Pirates. It is a movie that I feel like. We uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for me, Tyler, and Razzle specifically in this scenario because I feel like cable benefited us in a way yeah. that did sure. not uh, quite get to you guys. Um, uh, there were so many movies that were just eh, that like when they came out yeah. in theaters, like nobody really cared. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, by the way, including movies like Baron Munchausen, totally. and the movie Clue, which yeah. uh, will come back on one of my favorites eventually because yes. it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Amazing. But I read this incredible. Um, this uh, this incredible article on like BuzzFeed or something, and it was all about it was specifically about Clue, but it made me realize all these are the movies that I know that I love as a kid that I watched on cable. You that were on all your little burn off scrambler, yeah. yeah, dude. It was all, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call, yeah. it was all Did burn off. Box? Uh, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, we have regular. Do we, we have, have those in Canada? No, yeah. called cable. We call we it. We actually we actually have scrambler. Yeah, we have regular <laughs> television in America. Yeah. I don't, don't even know what that sentence means. I don't even know what that means. But anyway, Ice Pirates was one of those movies, and let's see. You know where I saw. Ice Pirates was on my uh, my friend Joey Oliveira. His dad had a one of those massive backyard like satellite dishes. Dishes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we could catch go, porn and like you know. You have to crank like, it. Was it a crank? Yeah, plant? yeah. No, no, no. You know, he had it on like a remote. It was nice. this is like eighty eight, so it was a little bit advanced. But we we caught some movies like that. I think Ice Pirates. I saw there. Uh, Troll, Troll, Troll Two. I saw on what? HBO on that. Which yeah. I think Troll Two is the only movie on IMDb with zero. Yeah, zero but it's score. also got a crazy. I have a shirt. Yeah. Quoting Troll too, it really? says you can't piss on hospitality. It's an amazing, <laughs> that's it's a amazing, great line. which is true. That's a great line. Never that's a true sense. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's, that's where I saw a lot of those those uh, the cable and, and satellite behooved me as a viewer as well. Um, was was the satellite dish? Oh god! See, that just reminded me. See, of no, it's funny. Is my it was uncle, like bigger than their house. Oh, oh dude, my yeah. aunt, <laughs> yeah, my huge. aunt and uncle lived in a further. Like I lived in a remote kind of you know really small town. They lived like fifteen miles outside of the town. Right. Like they barely had electricity run out to their place. <laughs> Their satellite dish literally had a hand crank. So oh, if yeah, you wanted I, to change the satellite, you'd have to yeah, go outside out and, you'd be, and you'd crank it and they go, a little more, a little more. Okay, no, stop back, right there. Back, right back, there, back, back, back. 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 Yeah. And you'd be like, but again, you didn't have any TV out there and you'd only get like four channels per satellite. 
So you have to go. Yeah. Like, I'm, we're going to watch this for a while. We, we would sit there cranking the dish until you could just barely yeah. make out a boob. Right, yeah. You know I mean, the boob would finally come. Oh, stop, 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 stop. I see a tit. Right. So, well, I'm gonna, so, wait, so what is what is the most guilty pleasure scene in that in that movie? I that um, do what is, what is, what is, what are you most I mean, embarrassed about? Uh, there's, there's a scene where, oh, what, well, first of all, I was going to say is those giant, those, every time I see like a giant satellite dish, all it reminds me of is the movie Stay Tuned with John Ritter. Yes, yeah. 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 Where, you know what I mean? Where the yeah, devil yeah. essentially play, well, not the devil, Jeffrey, the, jo- Jeffrey Jones, who plays yeah. the character Spike, and uh, Eugene Levy is in that movie. And anyway, another guilty pre- pleasure movie from the 80s. Uh, then going back to Ice Pirates, I would say, um, wh- what, is my, what is my favorite like guilty pleasure scene from that movie? Um, uh, Robert Urich, um, it, it, he goes, he and, and uh, some of the other, oh, God, who, who else? Um, uh, oh, oh yeah, Ron Perlman. Perlman's oh, he's great. Perlman, that's right. Uh, Perlman, oh, oh dude. God. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Uh, 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 Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston's in so, it. So, so, but they go down. They're looking. So basically, they're looking for like this promised land planet. Um, Sloth. John Matuzak's in there. What? John Matuzak's yeah. in there. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Guy who played Sloth. Rest in peace. He played Sloth. Yeah, he did. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my God, I had no idea. Um, my mind is, continues to be yeah. blown today. Um, anyway, so they go down to this one planet, and um, they're talking to like this this weird like lizard, this lizard woman alien who is driving them around and are like a little wind sail like cruiser. And she's the whole time all she's doing is like coming onto Robert Yerrick like. And she's got this weird voice. She's like, I'd love to have sex with you. Like, that's all she talks like. And it's so weird. It is so weird. And then um, and then they even, oh, gosh, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, Isn't there a weird scene in the beginning where they escape castration? They, they do. Really, yeah, 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 because they're, like, taken into slavery. And, and it's, like, oddly sexual. Like, the way they're going to do it completely. is, like, this sexual torture. Yeah, yeah, and there's, like, this clamper. There's, like, this yeah. clamper that's coming down on their nuts. That was a guilty pleasure for me because I remember, like, that was a bit of a weird, like, odd sexual awakening. I was like, oh, there's some weird stuff stuff to do with their dicks and they're going to get into this woman and I kind of found it like a, like a turn on so, that this woman was going to cut wow. their dicks so, off. So, so really picking favorites should just be called Talking talking Cock, talking cock with Tyler, Tyler Levine. Levine. Well, we were talking about the Cock Brothers earlier, right? Right. Yeah, that's our true. new, that's the other wow. the show. So we show. have, uh, I, we got to go to break because when we come back we're going to hear Adams which I think uh, no one is going to believe. It oh. is a great oh great, of guilty pleasure guilty pleasure yes. movies. No one's gonna believe it. Right. Uh, we'll hear you on the other side of the of the of the break. Right. We'll yes. be right back. Awesome. Stay tuned. Yes, to the beat. And we are back. Uh, all right, I'm excited to hear this because we I heard all your guys' uh, favorite guilty pleasure. Um, so let's let's get right into the meat of things. Adam, what is your favorite guilty pleasure movie? It was a close call. There there were two that came to mind, and so I'll give you the one that I didn't choose first. As a devil wears Prada. That's a good movie. So you I'm not going to go into why. But that's a good movie. It's a good, uh, it is a good Stanley movie. Tucci, Stanley, Stanley Tucci, Tucci, Stanley Tucci, Stanley Tucci. Tucci. <laughs> Yeah, and Meryl Streep is yes, great. She so she gives one of my favorite great. lines of all of all time. That's all. <laughs> that's all. That's all. It. Get like get out. I yeah. like it, but that's not that's not my one. Uh, <clears throat> we were talking about uh, kids and daughters and stuff like that. My daughter, when she went away to college, she uh, was looking for a social group, and she ended up in an acapella group at college. I know. So, <laughs> my favorite guilty pleasure movie is Pitch Perfect. Oh, oh yes. The yes. Barden oh. Bellas take on the the <laughs> Barden. Uh, what are their treble treble makers? Yeah. And um, it, it's oh. it's. I mean, any movie that can make me cry. Yeah. Is it? It actually makes me tear up. With oh, this is just a perfect moment. Yeah. It's so perfect. Uh, because it's pitch perfect. It's it's embarrassing because it's so young and hip and, and quirky and it's so um, musical theatery and that's completely not my uh, really my forte. I'm sort of the sniper funny guy in the uh, actiony bits. Uh, I did a quirky comedy with you uh, for a few years, but uh, <laughs> I played the sniper funny guy. So for pitch perfect. Um, my favorite, I guess, my my guiltiest moment uh, would be the uh, 
that the shower scene is <laughs> so awkward and ah. so um, the Britney Snow one. Yeah, it's, it's it's but it's not sexy. It's just awkward, and yet the performances are so great in it that. Uh, Anyway, that that's, that's Adam. Why. We all I like seeing so you're young guilty, girls in showers. Yeah, your guilty scene is too. No, but see, the reason the reason it's bad for me is because those <laughs> girls. those those they're they're younger than my daughters. So it's like uh, it's not sexy to me. It's just awkward, uh, and I can I can see how co- I didn't get to go to college. So the college experience, but I'd experienced it sort of vicariously through my kid and and watching them go through that. How do you find this misfit uh, group and bring it together in in a in a cohesive unit and they did obviously but you know the 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 snowman in the vomit and uh the and they the sing off in the in the empty pool um you're a singer zach you you know how it is uh you yes. just have st- how, many, how many empty how many empty you weren't an acapella zach, group. zach yeah. what's your favorite empty pool you've been in <laughs> yeah. and had you a sing off like you like here in the west Johnson. side story all and did you know it was empty before you got in <laughs> he was more of a skateboarder in empty pools right, right, was a singer right. in empty pools I, w- I wish i was a skateboarder <laughs> in empty pools that was me uh was it really yeah a big skateboarder back then broke my kneecap doing that exact thing no kidding. It's not true. Singing. <laughs> I broke my kneecap singing at an empty <laughs> my, my test My test for uh, classic movies is if you, you know, these days you're flipping around with your remote control and you'll stop on it and watch yeah. it. Yeah. And Full Metal Jacket is one of them. Which uh, I've never seen it in its entirety. Uh, never oh, seen it. Oh, never. So really? good. You not haven't? In its entirety. Wow. Not like from start to finish. It's always been clips because it's been on TV and then you watch it. Pile, right. Oh, yeah. God, it's so that's when Casablanca, if that's <laughs> on, I'll stop and, oh, these are, this is the scene. Yeah, I mean, the movie's like, there are movies like that. But Pitch, per- Pitch Perfect is, is one of those movies. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Like it's it's I disagree. it's that cheese yeah. where it is like when you see them when they're battling in like the pools and stuff like that. You every you know the outcome, but you're still watching it, waiting to see like who's gonna win it. When it's that movie for me event. is like the the idea of it and the and sort of the presentation of it is all fine. But when you look at each sort of individual working part for that movie, they all cheese me out. Except for naked co-ed girls in the in the in the, the shower scene, but the, really all the part like singing in the pool, like everything that should be what I enjoy about the movie, I found myself really loathing because yeah. I think I, like I can't watch musicals because I keep waiting for them to start doing dialogue. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, okay, when they get through with the song, yeah. Yeah. then we'll, we'll get into the movie. So a movie like that, I was kind of like, oh, I don't that know. doesn't but, make sense, Tyler. Yeah, but no, it's right so why, and so Adam, I watch Adam, musicals. Adam Devine, uh, funny. His his <laughs> performance is so awkwardly hilarious. Yeah. And just you, you hate him, but you love to hate him. And yeah. <laughs> he chewed the furniture with it, and it, it was great. The actors Fantastic. are great. Yeah. The actors are oh, awesome right. in that movie, including um, uh, why am I forgetting her name? Anna Kendrick. No, Ozzy. Ozzy. Rebel uh, Wilson. Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Who I love in everything. She's yeah, just, she's amazing. <clears throat> she's super. She's funny. the top. Yeah, that's what I mean. The movie itself seems like I've oh, never seen good. it. Honestly. And then the little when I look at all the little moving parts, I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that. But maybe I'm just not built to yeah. like a movie uh, like that. So I haven't seen the whole movie, so I don't want to. But I. I call myself Fat Amy because I know you tweak bitches call me Fat Amy behind my back. <laughs> See, that shit is hilarious, man. I, love the, that. I mean, the dialogue in the movie is definitely very yeah, funny, funny, very well written. Yeah. And I will say the scene where Anna Kay Cannon set off yeah. the, uh, the the whole f- phenomenon that is the cup stacking and singing. That was, I, I even that learned great. how to do that. That's that's pretty fast. I don't know that she set off that phenomenon. That phenomenon had been viral Okay, maybe it didn't set it off, but she definitely cemented the fact that didn't that was the girl like, who just I don't know if she cemented it. <laughs> Tyler, everything you're saying. I don't know if Anna Kendrick's in that movie. I'll tell you what, my my favorite person in Pitch Perfect was probably Martin Short. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, he was so good Uh, as that wedding planner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Father of the Bride. Good movie. Forget it. My wife. That's right. That's another movie. If it comes on, my wife and I are like, yep, that's it. I need Steve bride. Martin. I'm like that with any. I mean, yeah. Steve Martin's my shit. Steve Martin's Canadian. My I'm just gonna say, you know, how did I do? No, how did I do, guys? I hope, I hope no. coming back from the break, that was that was. Good. No, that, that was good. I don't <laughs> think anyone would have ever guessed that you were gonna say Pitch Perfect. No, I, I certainly, certainly would. I was. No. No, I was with not an honorable that. honorable mention to Devil Wears. Yeah, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I was not. Which I will say, Devil Wears Prada. I get that guilt. I mean, yeah, it's you're like that's not a movie for a guy, and I'd say that. Yeah, you know, you know what? I know that is definitely misogynistic to say, but yeah. it's. I'm not the yes, but I, I, I have yeah. daughters and a, and a wife of yeah. 26 years, so yeah. we watch it. together. But also, yeah. let's not forget that I Meryl, wouldn't watch it by myself. Meryl Streep is, in my opinion, yeah. the best actor of all time, and I'm not. I'm not even saying man and woman, man yeah. and woman. I think Meryl Streep is like the no, most fantastic. amazing actor of all time, in my opinion, and. 
I don't think saying the Devil Wears Prada is like only for guys is an accurate assessment. You know I what's funny? I think it's a really good movie. It's well acted, and it's uh, the only, content may not be guys, super relatable. You mean, but you mean not? You mean not for guys particularly? No, that I'm saying that you shouldn't say that it's not for guys. I'm saying that the movie is for people who enjoy good performances. That's what yes. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a well acted movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, put you Meryl in Streep your place, is, Meryl Coleman. Streep is good. Oh, but. just because you said it, it makes it true. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, don't buy that. Well, it was yeah. recorded, and it was. She's a great actress, actor. She's yeah. a great actor, I suppose. She's a great actress. actress yeah. thing anyway. Adam, you look yeah. like when I said Meryl Streep, best actor of all time. You look like you may have had a, a rebuttal for that. I think that's arguably true. Arguably true. Okay. Arguably true. I. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's hard. Subjective. It's yeah. There's no accounting for taste, but she is at her body of work speaks for speaks yeah. for itself. She's amazing and committed and 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 dedicated and. Mm. Just brilliant. Her ability. She's, whether she's you definitely like what up she there with. Um, she's definitely up there with like Tom Hanks, DiCaprio, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. I mean, it's a Bale. painful movie to watch, but Sophie's Choice is probably the yeah. one of the most amazing. Performances. Dustin Hoffman. That's a hard yeah. performance to watch. Gary so Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Hoffman. Do you say Hoffman? Jack yeah. Nicholson. Hoffman. Yeah. Hopkins. Nicholson. Yeah. Now Hopkins. I gotta say, Nicholson for me, one some of my favorite movies of all time. But Nicholson is just infinitely watchable. Do you know oh. what I mean? Like when you think about someone, Meryl Streep or Hoffman, who disappear into their roles, Nicholson does too, but in a very different way. Nicholson yeah. is always Nicholson. Well, Nicholson's all a, one of the great actors, but he's also a movie star. Yes, exactly. He's one of the yes. the realest movie stars. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. that's a tough combination. You have great actors, and then you have movie stars, and then you have the combination of both, and those become oh. the superstars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. I, I think uh, <clears throat> I think of, of the kind of younger generation, you know, or that you know is to kind of hopefully take. Take you know, take the baton a little bit, or take take the torch. I think Sam Rockwell just oh man, to great. blow my so mind. good. Is, is anybody else really into Evan Peters as well from American Horror Story? He was in the new X Men. He played uh, the I don't know what his Beast. name is, but the guy that runs really fast. Oh yeah, but he, oh, he in, so in American cool. Horror Story, he's the young guy that plays the is main he? protagonist, young male character. I didn't know that. In every season, uh, he's amazing. I think he's going to be one of the next big things. How about fucking Rob Lowe these days? Rob he Lowe. has yeah, become yeah. a great actor. Even his commercials, those new commercials. He was always good as a young guy, but he was young. Now he's really come into his own, and he really yeah. owns his personality and who he is. Yeah. Did you see um, uh, Behind the Candelabra? No, no, but I heard amazing. It was amazing. He's great. In it. He really. He's I've great. That movie. Yeah, he's it's great. a it's a great movie. It's awkward. It's a Liberace. It's awkward. Sorry, as Michael Douglas. That's okay. Michael. That's that's my guilty pleasure movie. But it's it's, it's sort of an HBO uh, <laughs> yeah. movie, so it doesn't really count. But it's great. It's awkward as hell, but it's yeah. great. Awkward is fun to watch. And and then Rob Lowe plays an amazing plastic surgeon. <laughs> His face is totally just <laughs> like yeah. yeah. I saw the pictures Plast, of it. Like yeah. literally plastic. So that's amazing. Um, all right. Well, moving on to yeah. our third and last. Yeah, we're because uh, we because we have very little time. I we think. are uh, so starting with Dave, working away or, uh, all the way around to Tyler. I'm gonna Dave, go favorite '80s. Bang wait, Raz, Raz, I'll go last. Raz, Raz hasn't has started yet, though. No, I started the guilty pleasure. Oh, you did. Okay. okay. Yeah. I so I'll, I'll go last. We'll go, let's go counterclockwise. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say favorite band. If we're just thinking straight 80s. from the '80s, ah, man, I'm gonna have to say Bon Jovi. It's hard, to, it's hard to hey man, fight with those guys. You can't you really argue with that. Bad they medicine. Logical. They were slippery Run when away. wet. They were bad medicine. It was every, you know, every word to every song. Uh, bed of Roses. Bar. Bed of Roses is a great song. Oh, I'll say yeah. even up to like, it's my life. Like even some of their new stuff. I'm like, I'll take it. I'll still take it. It's my life. That's a good one. Those guys just can't yeah. not write anthems. Right, they write rock that's anthems. True. That's yeah, it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler. Uh, my guilty pleasure band. Not guilty pleasure. I'm sorry. My favorite 80s band. Uh, which oftentimes is probably actually a guilty pleasure, is I got to say hands down is Duran Duran. Oh, I'm a Duran Duran freak. I think they were amazing songwriters that didn't get enough credit for the actual uh, thought and, and care that went into the songs that they wrote. And uh, and they also provided the soundtrack for one of my favorite Bond movies of all time, A View to a Kill. So, you know. Really? A View to a Kill is one of your favorite Bonds? Yeah. A View to a Kill or A View to a Kill? That's the only, a View uh, to a Kill. That's the only Timothy Dalton uh, It's one, A View right? to a Kill. Didn't Timothy do two? It's not A View to a Kill. That's a Timothy Dalton that's, as Bond. Yeah, a View to a Kill is Dalton, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Who was a great guy, by the way. Sean Connery yeah. is my Did Chuck as well, Bond, which is great. Sean Connery it is a view Bond. to a kill. Yeah. Yes. What does a view to kill mean? I don't know. I thought that was... <laughs> well, what does a view to a kill mean? <laughs> it means that you have a view to a kill. You're saying oh, someone Oh, okay. Boom. Yeah. A view. Like, I had a view All right. of someone killing. Sure. A view to a kill. That's what they call, uh, like, in, in the Bond lingo, Boom. a kill is like, like to become a double O, you need to get a kill. A kill. Your first kill. A view to a kill. Yeah. All right. So if, anyway, these mic, if these mics <clears throat> weren't on stands, he would drop it right now. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I actually did say. 
<laughs> oh, you think? Yeah. But the uh, yeah, the Duran Duran and uh, Depeche Mode is a close second. I would Depeche say. Mode's a yeah. That's a, it's funny because I was a little older. Depeche Mode was a big one. I mean, that Personal Jesus song came out. Oh, you were yeah. like, well, what is this? And one hundred and one. There's a little. There's a little like blasphemy. I grew up in a very religious family. Oh, and we're yeah. like, Personal Jesus? What is this? Shock I don't. Waves. What is? Yeah, I was like, I don't. Yeah. I, can I listen to this? Song? Until you realize the to. gospel, and you realize Jesus is personal. That's right. No, have you, have you on, heard Mike. Johnny Cash's version of that? So, oh, it's so awesome. Oh, it's great. Johnny's first, Cash, first of all, Johnny's Cash version of anything is his song. Yeah, like Trent Reznor. Even after like Hurt, Hurt came yeah, out, Hurt is like Trent Reznor's like we are now covering a Johnny Cash song because <laughs> he, he just I mean he, he did it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, first song I ever grabbed a girl's butt to was Somebody by Depeche Mode. I want somebody to share that song. Do you remember the song you lost your virginity to? I was in my MG Midget, the car that I was talking about. <laughs> uh, and I believe it was a song on an album called Spare Ass Annie, which is a William S. Burroughs uh, spoken word CD with a band called Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy, which was led by Michael Franti, who is the lead singer of Spearhead. Wow. I'm sorry. You lost your virginity the the to a spoken <laughs> word album? No, no, no. It was a hip-hop track where they took... William S. Burroughs reading from his, you know, selected uh, well, from work, from yeah. his book Spare Ass Annie, and he read over this hip hop, and, and that's when I, I'm going to translate. When I slipped it in. I'm going to translate <laughs> this story exactly the way I want to translate it, which is you lost your virginity to spoken word. I think that's a much better story. That's how that story will be retold right, forever. forever. If that's it, yeah. what makes you feel better about it, then yeah, it you, does. You can have that. Okay. It really does. <laughs> Sounds kind of cool. Zach, what about you? Uh, uh, as a spoken word artist, um, <laughs> who you lost your virginity to? Eighties, eighties. Let's get back on track here. No, no, no. Yeah. Eight in the eighties, spoken word. Uh, no, I, I would say it's a toss up between the police and U two. Yeah, um, sweet. I would say most of the U two that I really, really love. Mm. Is is their older older stuff? I mean, not that they don't have like Joshua Tree, Joshua album. Tree, yeah. Rattle and Home, Rattle and Home. Josh, oh yeah. God, Rattle and Home was good. Good. I, when um, I saw Rattle and Home in the theater, I was like, that movie was rare. The fact that it got like it was at the theater in a town that I lived in when I was like yeah. seventeen was blew my mind. The I fact saw, that a musical you know record movie was there, but I saw that movie and uh, pump up the volume in the same day. Amazing. Wow. That's a great. <laughs> wow. That's another great 80s. Sorry. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> the police are I mean, so good. Yeah, and the police. And um, yeah, I, I just, it, it's it, for me, it's really hard because the 80s are, I mean, I grew up in the 80s not owning albums. I was a kid, yeah, so right. everything was all radio. So yeah. it's very difficult for me to say, oh, this band <clears throat> uh, represented the 80s to me. For me, it was so many different singles it was singles from yeah. so many different people. Even cassette singles. Remember, I used to just go buy cassette Fully. singles all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and lots of stuff like, uh, you know, Tears for Fears and Aha and, you know, the stuff, that, or MTV, like yeah. all of those like classic, especially like Much uh, music in Canada. Yeah. Oh, really? Much music. Yeah, we didn't get into it. Oh. <laughs> Wow, no, you, fuse, you are lesser right? people. Fuse, um, but uh, yeah, so so it's it, so that's why it's difficult to have a, a favorite band per se. But if I had to, if 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 any bands like had multiple singles, and that, that would be like the Police and yeah. like, uh, and U two for me, Adam. Dire Straits. Ooh, oh, solid! Wow. Yeah. God damn, they're so good. Really? Uh, now they, they, yeah, they began. They began in the late seventies, but they really came <laughs> into their own and became a huge band in the uh, in the eighties. And I remember seeing them on their Communique tour when I was a kid. I remember having a Communique <laughs> T-shirt. I wish I'd saved some of those freaking T-shirts from those concerts that I went to uh, to, to pass them down to my Famous son. Last my words son, right yeah. yeah. My son's he's a he's a death metal. Actually, he calls it blackened doom metal. Uh, right. he's, a, he's a drummer. Uh, so. <laughs> So all of his T-shirts are just black with, you know, white lettering mostly or some other blood color that's on there of, you know, bands like Cancer and Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse. Yes. Crap like that. God it's awesome. Right. I mean, the music is great. I just can't understand most of the lyrics at all. <laughs> the music is great. Yeah, and he goes, oh, well, that's the point, Dad. Yeah. Um, it's a vibe. Dying right? Fetus is another yes. one. He's like, oh my god! Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's a band called Dying, Dying Fetus. Oh yeah, yeah. Sepultura. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Sepultura's been around right, long. Right, right, Cannibal right, Corpse. Right. Those yeah. good. That's I like going back to Danzig and guys yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Danzig was red. Corpse. I'm trying to. And think of course, the like classic, screamos. the classic band, Death. Death. Yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> I would. I, dire Straits <laughs> is probably my favorite because I can continually go back to their songs, Sultans of Swing. That's the money for nothing. Down on the waterline. Down by the waterline. Down to the waterline is what it's called. Um, 
I mean, money for nothing has money to be the one nothing. that everybody knows. Like, yeah, see, that's the only song that comes to my right. mind. But I, but I, you only bands, I know that there are songs that have been on that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was them, and yeah. I probably really like them. But the guitar playing, I remember watching oh. Mark Knopfler live, and he's got this really cool, funky way of picking. Uh, he's got his his thumb out front, and his and his uh, his picking finger is. His index finger picking back behind it, and it's it's sort of this rocking picking. Uh, it's it's just this unique way that I, I hadn't seen any other guitarist play before. Do you play? Of I was a kid. I, I can strum. It, I hand. can strum the guitar a little bit. Um, my my daughter plays, but I I can strum some chords. But uh, Dire Straits is mine. So Razzle, they're good, excellent choice. Um, this again, God damn it. Uh, it's that's your favorite band. God, every time, band? Yeah, every time every you answer your question, is you're like, so because here's the deal. Like, hey, I'm, it's, it's not, not his fault. You can't pick much, one. Sorry, much like, <laughs> much like, much like. I mean, I, it, again, I, me and Zach are, are Zach and I are the the younger crew here. So we did grow up with where in the '80s it is mean? very much like this. I'm in um, your category. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a couple years. Um, we can't pick a favorite because we're too young. But it's yeah. it's it would have to be because. Uh, because um, a lot of it came after, so it would be either it, it was a toss up between uh, Van Halen and Huey Lewis in the news, uh, and ooh. I'm gonna have to pick Huey Lewis in the news. I solid, would, I would too. I solid. Would, solid. Like, I respect that. I'm a 100%. huge, I'm a huge Van Halen fan. Like I used, you know, I, I got a PV Wolfgang, I got a 5150. You know, I are you a Van Hagar fan? Here's the deal, and I will stick. I will like I got into this debate the other day. Van Hagar and Van it's Halen. Be Diamond a, are, man. Well, here's the deal. Uh, two different bands for one. Two, uh, Van Hagar had way more number one hits. Um, Van Hagar, uh, Sammy Hagar was a all around better lyricist and better musician, better frontman. David Lee Roth was a better frontman. Yeah. Um, mm. Better party or better interviewer. Oh. Dave's a pretty a great performer. He's a performer. I but Sammy Hagar is a musician. We saw him at Staples just last well, year. Well, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You can't compare David no. Lee Roth last year to no. what he was in the eighties. No. All, right, um, all right. Fair enough. And it's so in that in that regard, there are there are two vastly different bands, two vastly different fair enough. Uh, things like that. So which one are you talking about? Um, both. But, I mean, both are, are great. Right. I love them both. Uh, I mean, Dreams is such a goddamn good song. Uh, but <laughs> I would have to say, as far as if we're having to pick a favorite 80s band, it would have to be Huey Lewis on the news. Solid. All right. Good. Into it. No, totally like into it. it. Yeah. Like it. Solid. Guys, tell us your uh, favorites of our topics today. Put them on our Facebook page. Hit us yeah. on Twitter. Uh, <clears throat> that we're going to start wrapping it up now, and we're going to go around yeah. again and let everybody know where to find us. So go to uh, yeah. Facebook.com slash The Nerd Machine. Leave comments, leave posts. Let us know what you think of the show. And Tell us your favorites. Only if you like I, it. I do have to yeah. ask real only quick. If you like only it, if, if you, you don't like it. I have show. to ask Adam this real quick, just because it's, it's kind of in jest and kind of because I have no fucking clue what it is. What's your favorite Gamergate? I've no and you, you're I, you're a big a Gamergate proponent, right? Like you're or you're. I feel like I, I see you tweet a lot about it. Or what's and, Gamergate? Yes, I don't know what it is. I didn't. Can we? Did we just? Did I just open up a can of worms? I don't do you, know what do it you is. You want to know what it is? Let me just tell you. I did not show. He brought that up to me this morning. I said, guys, I don't want to like. It's not. very controversial yeah, issue because I don't know what it is, and it's sort of an ongoing civil war within the gaming community. On the one side, you have folks that are complaining about. Uh, journalistic ethics and corruption in the uh, gaming media and on the other hand you have people who are uh, using media power to stifle those those arguing forces with the argument that there has been harassment of women and it's it's kind of a I like in a nutshell it's the authoritarian uh, purging of the moderate voices of of reason Okay. So if you want to learn more about it, you want to learn more about it. I would say look it up. Follow look it up. Adam. <laughs> yeah. Follow. Uh, yeah. it's, follow. It's super controversial. You want to yeah. stay away from it. Sure. It's, it's no, crap. It's just, People gets people mad. No, okay. no, because we're out of time. <laughs> I didn't know what. We're out of time. Out of time. In all honesty, I legitimately, for some reason, I thought it was uh, because there's not enough like female centric game characters. For some reason, I thought that's what it was because I, I knew there was some uproar about you know there's not enough female. Yeah, yeah but see, it's a free it's a free market. You don't have to watch. You don't have to buy the game if you don't like. Like yeah. it. Sure. If you yeah, want right. to do different games, build another yeah. game. Yeah. And my brother's in, my was. brother's in the gaming world. He, he writes for Assassin's Creed. Awesome. Thing, and there's a lot of there's cool. a lot of controversial um, stuff going yeah. on in that world. Yeah. Awesome. So look into it. It's a it's a worthy cause. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a worthy cause for you to know about. To so know about. Like, check know it about. out. Like so you can just remember. There's more sides to it than the one yeah. that's really been big portrayed in the main yes. press. Yeah. Always. Yeah. It's always. So guys, again, follow us at, at the Nerd Machine on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at my name is Razzle and the number two. Uh, follow me on Instagram at my name is Razzle. 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Ty Labine. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Tyler Labine, and you can follow me on Facebook at Tyler Labine Fan Page. I am at Zachary Levi on Twitter, at Zachary Levi on Instagram, and Zachary Levi Fan Page. So creative. I, I, don't, I, don't, even, got, I don't even know what the Zachary <laughs> Levi Fan Page is. It is me who runs it, but I don't know what. I just look for Zachary Levi. I'm wearing a, a blue and red striped hoodie. You can't. Wait, are you talking me. about on your Facebook page? Yeah. No, Zachary Levi. What are you talking? No, Zachary is Levi it? fan is different. That's no, not Zachary Levi page, fan page. Not fan. No, Facebook Zachary Levi. Yeah, is yeah. it just Facebook Zachary Levi? Yeah, your Facebook page. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know what those what those pages with those fan pages if they have an extra bit on them or not. No, it's this totally different. Un- the fan page. Un- you have I a Zachary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just shit boss. Oh, oh, guys. Uh, also, guys. Adam. Adam. Adam what are we? Yeah, Adam. You, you can find Adam Baldwin at Adam Baldwin on Twitter. I dare you not to follow me, because you won't like it. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, but watch. He will the, make you but, unfollow but, him. But go right see now. go see the last ship, which is a TNT show. It's awesome. There are ten episodes we've already filmed. We began filming se- season two just this week, and we'll be out. It's a summer show. Probably be out next June with the next thirteen episodes. Yeah, guess fun show. I really like it, and also make sure to uh, one uh, maybe you know check out our sponsors. Uh, pages and yeah. links and products and also go to thenerdmachine.com and uh, help us out by picking up some nerd gear yeah. lots of cool stuff coming out for Christmas so uh, until like next time blast yeah. and as always as uh, always if you listen to this on like <laughs> iTunes or anything like that give us a good rating give us a good review tell your Please. friends and share the links and uh, awesome guys yeah. okay, see you next thanks, week. Adam, thanks everybody Adam Baldwin Adam, Adam, Adam Baldwin everybody Adam, 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 thank, Adam, thank me very much <laughs> Adam thank you very much Mike drop pleasure Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.